Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awful, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. Hey, it is episode 100 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. Uh, obviously, we didn't do a podcast last week, which sort of bummed me out because I we were uh, we were on a pretty good roll. Yes. And then you screwed us all. I know. You know, it's easy to get right you get right back on the horse. I don't know. It's like riding a horse is what they say. So you fell ill. Your family fell ill. Yeah, I was okay. My dude, my kids got my kids got something. I don't know what it is. My my wife goes on the internet and she talks to all of her other friends with kids and they've basically eliminated doctors. They don't need doctors anymore. It's like why would you go to the doctor and you could just go on Facebook and chat with your friends about what did your kid oh your kid was throwing up? My kid was throwing up too. What was his feet? You had a, you did, you should feed applesauce? Okay, I'll give him rice. I'll give him rice and applesauce. No problem. Rice, applesauce, Gatorade. Okay. Or, or medicine, but you know, no. Is he, uh-huh. And he's still sick today. Uh, well, I have I have two kids. My daughter got super sick for like three days, and I swear to God, it was like a relay race. It was like it was like a baton. If you probably could have seen it happen, the moment my my daughter's eyes kind of perked up, and you could tell when someone's not sick anymore. You know, their eyes are open a little more, a little happy. The moment that happened, I swear to God, it was like she just went like abracadabra poof and within the hour my son started yakking it was like that movie fallen it was exactly like the yeah, left out of the body and, and, and it just floated over she, she gave it to him at the perfect time so it was a seamless transition of like sick but not not only was it in a couple days like once they weren't sick it was still like sort of not feeling good it's been horrible my house has been like a morgue well either way your selfish kids kept us from being able to put out the podcast last That's what week I said. so you're sick you know what that doesn't make the podcast not need to happen <laughs> yeah, they, they weren't they weren't expected to be here but i was like thanks now daddy drinks because of you and he doesn't get to go out of the house because of you that's good. why exactly good. that's why now now when we don't play catch when you're six this is why mm-hmm. write this down son uh anything else happened over the last week I don't, you know, Indiana has not made a lot of news lately. Oh, yeah? Not a lot has, I mean, here in Northwest Indiana, not a lot has happened on national news. They got tons of attention. Twitter did not blow up because of Indiana shit. Well. So, no, I nothing really, nothing came to mind, no, not at all. Just to keep you guys uh, informed of what's going on, uh, as we do, with the animation, I don't know, uh, if it, we talked about it, I don't know if you guys saw the pictures on the, uh, on our Facebook page, or... I don't know if you guys saw the pictures on our uh, website, which is www.hibaman.com. There is a cartoon Ben now. There's a cartoon Dave. And there's actually a picture. I don't know if I posted it yet of myself and you sitting together at the podcast yeah, table. Which, it's great. It's great. And looks just like I don't, it, man. I, I don't think it's wrong. I don't think it's what? It looks just like it. It's great. It's I, awesome. I don't think it's wrong for me or offensive for any to the artist or anything for, to say. Like in the beginning, we were like. Well, at least you were more skeptical than me. Like, well, I don't know. This isn't the what I had in mind, and it wasn't, you know, the style I had in mind. But it's definitely grown. I mean, I love it. Yeah, no, and I it's think it's definitely on grown too. on you. Like, I never didn't like it at all. And the fact that we're getting animated, I was over the moon about. 
Um, but he's got like a very unique style. And I, I, uh, I think if just from having my, having pieced together the Dr. Katz, which is very bright and cartoony and happy right. looking. And a lot of the stuff I say, uh, not always, but oftentimes I'm pretty positive and stuff. And so to see the guys and they look a little bit salad fingersy, a little, a little bit. And I was like, whoa, for a minute. But the more I looked at it, the more I was like, well, to be fair, he's right on though. <laughs> Dead nuts. It looks great. I think uh, once you actually see the two characters, because I actually took both of them and then I photoshopped the picture where I put them next to one another. And then when you saw the picture of us sitting across the table from one another, I was like, wow, yeah. that, that's, that's really eerie. I can't wait, man. It's I really cannot eerie. wait. So we actually picked a bit between me, Ben, and Ben's brother, Nate, who runs the website and is helping us out uh, with the podcast and stuff. We sat down and we brainstormed um, what we wanted to do, throw the artist to animate. And uh, his name is uh, Luke Jeffries. Just for anybody who doesn't know, you can find him at Luke H. Jeffries uh, on Twitter. So anyway, we sat down and we're like, man, of all the stuff that we've done, like what would be a great first thing to do? And we wanted to find something really short before he puts in all this major work and, you know, whatever. Yeah. So uh, we gave him the uh, a bit we called Dick Poop, which is, <laughs> if you guys remember, like around January, we, it was the Oscars. And we did a mock phone call between the Oscar personnel and uh, Dick Pope. It's one of our more dignified, one of our more dignified <laughs> right. bits. So I think it uh, it comes in just under three minutes, and uh, it was a tight little piece. So we figured that would be the best place to start. So I'm I don't know what the timeline is, but I think you're going to see it sooner than later. To be honest, it's going to be awesome. And man. what was crazy is I actually sat down and did a uh, a storyboard myself. For you know, I, I had no idea what to do, and I you did I just, like a written. Yeah, I, yeah, well, that's what he wanted. I, I think because I don't know. I mean, I don't know what else. Like, what am I? I'd... You draw squares and you f- draw stuff in the squares, don't you? Yeah, but I don't know how like to do that on figures. a computer. Didn't you do that at, in radio school? Yeah, but on a on a computer, I don't know how to do. No, you draw it. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't you know, know what I mean? <laughs> take, take so basically, of it. what I did was I looked at it. I wrote it like a movie script. Yeah, with like you know uh, directions and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I asked, listen, it was I'll like be the, the cartoon first Annie. You're like, I want worry dots coming out of Ben's head. Uh, I did kind of, yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I really, uh, I think I, I asked for, a, <laughs> I ben asked says, for a ton Pack. because I don't know what it requires. And hopefully, at some point, we can get Luke on here. We could talk to him, you know, and find out. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it takes, so I'm assuming like, you know, he just knows what he's doing. So I asked for a lot. And I don't expect that he's going to be able to do. He did ask me if you wanted to be in a night costume or if I wanted you in a night <laughs> costume. And man, I tell you what, it really. Yeah. There, uh, there will be a cartoon with you in that night costume at some point in time. Well, I think eventually I should have a night costume. Don't you think it would have been great point. though if that was just the all always? The <laughs> no, I just don't. No, I costume? don't. No, not unless you're wearing like a D and D hood with a dice in your hands. At but all I time. never wore that. You right. wore the night costume. Right. So. Right. Uh, so that's where we're at with the cartoon. The website is up and running still, uh, running strong. Hopefully you guys are going there and commenting on the episodes as you're hearing them. If you have any questions or comments or you wanted to add something or we said something you didn't like or whatnot, you can go there. Instead of like Twitter where you only have a certain amount of characters, you could actually long form communicate with us. And like I said, we're on top of it. So when you put something there, we definitely answer back. Or if uh, if you're a new listener or you're doing like a backlog catching up or if you're an older listener and you have some bits that stand out, if you have a, a piece that that, that that one part that you guys did was really funny, we liked it, let us know. Go on uh, heymyman.com and, 
and jump on the message board and let us know because that way we can kind of shoot him ideas of, of what bits would work and what would not. This is just the beginning. While we're talking about social media, can I say something real quick? This is well, we're yeah. talking about internet, I guess, whatever. Um, is there anything worse than when someone reads you stuff from the internet? I don't mean like a story. I mean like when someone goes, hey, I posted this picture and look, this this person, look, they commented, they said, that's crazy. That looks like you and your friend from high school. Ha, 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 LOL, LMFA, WWAO. And I was like, oh, JK, it looks like you guys from college. Ha, ha, ha. And then he was all like, like, hashtag Corona. You know what I'm saying? And like they read you. Aren't you pissed off right now for me like telling you what I'm pissed off about? I think the fact is, is that if you had a Facebook account, no one would have, they would just say, hey Ben, go to Facebook, check out the comment. No, no, people do it because they want you to like, hey, in case you missed it. Like Like I said a funny joke. I replied hilariously to this comment. Like I'm so proud of something that I said and then I'm, I'm kind of proud of something somebody commented and it's like, look, I'll look at it if I want to. Well, I think I told you before that I pretty much block almost every single person. So I don't really see anybody else's comments, but mine anyway. I just bask in the glory of my comments. What about if they and I do just it? wait till the likes and retweets come rolling in? What about if they do it as a form of entertainment? Like during like <clears throat> they do that like on their radio show or podcast or like Doug Benson does stand up and he reads tweets that people send. It's pretty lazy. Bad news, but, right? But look, it's no different than the guy who tells a joke and then realizes like one of five people heard that joke and then re says it again, <laughs> yeah. tries to pick his spot. I know we've talked about this before, yeah, but yeah. that's definitely the, the real life version of what you're talking about. But right? I almost feel like it's worse because you weren't involved. You're reading. It's like, what's worse? Somebody showing you a bunch of photos that you're not in or somebody showing you a bunch of uh comments from a a internet timeline i will say this and i don't think i'm by myself on this when another dude like if you were to send me just a random tweet of your kids at the park and just said like hey you know hanging out Mm. me and the fam i don't care (laughs) i don't care about your kids or if i send it to you yeah no just like you to me like you were at the park with your kids and you're like Decks on a swing. I don't. Mm. I don't care about that. Twitter or a personal. No, message? a personal like text message. Oh, I, I don't think I'd do that. No, do you that? wouldn't. But no. I mean, I, it has been done to me, and I'm like, no disrespect. Is it an invitation? Like, come on out. No, it's just oh, yeah, no. look at what we're having fun doing, and I'm like, I just could care less. The only reason I post pictures of my kids on Instagram is because I primarily it's just like my family. I have like ten people on Instagram. It's I, just for my family. This is not about or fr- like friends. Your kids in particular, but anybody's kids, when they're not in front of me and I'm not dealing with them, I forget they exist and I don't really care. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's kind of tough because it's super hard. There's a ton of work that goes into it. But if, if, if they're like, if it doesn't personally affect you, yeah, it's well, especially you, like everybody, guys does. like me and you, everybody has kids. You well, know what I mean? My it, kids are awesome, but yours are, you know, I'll see th- when I see them. This is funny because today my wife asked me, a buddy of mine uh, just had his first baby. And he's been off of work for, you know, helping her out. He took like a How week long? off or whatever. Oh, like three or four days. She just had the baby. Okay. So I'll, I'll allow it. She said, oh, did you see him? And I said, oh, you know what? Briefly, I saw him in the hallway. He came to check his schedule or whatever. And she said, uh, you know, how's the baby? Is it, is it sleeping through? You know, is it, is it a good sleeper? Is it a, I go, I don't, I don't know. Well, I mean, is it is it crabby? Is it colicky? Is it this and that? I go, I, I don't ask him those questions. Well, you know, does it seem like a generally happy baby? Are they having trouble with this? Are they, you know, how's, I didn't ask them and I never will. 
No. And she's like, well, why not? And I go, because I had kids. I had my kids years ago, been through that. I didn't know him at the time, but I assume that if I, even if I did, he wouldn't have cared to ask me whether my kids slept through the night or how, you know, how it's been so far. I mean, dudes just don't ask. But But does your wife ask you questions like about your friends? I guess, and wonder like why, you know what I mean? Like, Hey, did you ask him this? Or did I was wondering this about his wife or no, I never asked him. You know what I care about? You know what I care about when my friend has a baby? What color it is. That's, that's, that's it. Not because I'm a fan of one over the other, but I just want to prepare jokes in case it's like, it doesn't fit accordingly because then I can be like, Oh, okay. You know, that's it. That's it. And, and I guess count fingers and toes. Right. But after that, like. You, oh, so you get the is, initial. Is he tweet. holding milk? I don't care. Is he sleeping? It's the, it's your problem, the, not mine. I, I just mean they're all gonna do. I'm glad they're healthy. I am. I'm glad they look like they're Nicaraguan. That's good for you because you don't have a ton of money, and now you're you know you get to go. How would you know? Uh, other than that, you know, I, like, I hope they're healthy. That's it. I look at it and I I just. I guess when somebody asks, like if I was to ask them, like, "Hey, is your kid sleeping through the night?" It opens up this door, not through the night, but I mean, if you're, is your kid a good sleeper? It opens up this door to no, or yeah, we're having these issues. What do you think? Well, here's, I'll be honest with you. I've uh, done this a million times. I do the, formula in their bottle. I do this oh. with you. I do this with everybody because I'm just a, cu- I'm a couple years ahead of where your kids, you know, my kids are a little bit older or my son is a little bit older. I've yeah. been a father longer. Um, I've been married longer. By the time my kid is potty trained, your kid will be eight. But I'm the same age. I I just feel like, and my wife gets mad at me all the time because I'll be like, uh, for example, your kids stay Mm. up late. Mm. And we always have this argument or this debate where I'm like, hey, dude, can you podcast at 10? You want to meet at my house at 10? And you go, well, I got to wait till the boy who's three is is down and sleeping. And I'm like, yeah, well, then you put him in his bedroom and you shut the door and you make him go to sleep at a time that a three-year-old goes to bed, seven, eight o'clock. To be fair, your kids have schedules like like like, you, like Apple workers. Like you have to put nets around your house to make sure they don't jump out the window. But and I've told you that that is what makes it easier for me and my wife to be able to coexist peacefully because the stress of yeah. having children that aren't sleeping or yeah. you know that really it it, it yeah. makes things worse or you know it makes things stressful. So my I'm wife slightly well, envious of your control. It, it does sound nice. She. When I tell her, I'll be like, I, I was just telling Ben, like, I just <laughs> like, this is what he needs to do. And he needs to just put his foot down and tell the, tell his son, like, you know, there's no reason for you to be up at 11 o'clock at night, go to bed, shut the door. It might take a week. I'm getting better. But, and she goes, uh, you need to stay out of his business. And I just say, like, <laughs> I, she's like, did he ask you for your opinion? And I, this is exactly why I don't do the conversational <laughs> thing with my, I don't bring these things up. So yeah, she gets angry at me and she just, she's like, you know, I think you just need to consider shutting your mouth and not getting involved in other people's, the raising of other people's children. And then, but on the flip side of that coin, she'll say, did you ask him how this was? Did you ask? No, because then I feel he's going to say, no, it's not so great. You know, what would you do? Cause you've been there before or you've have kids mm. and I want to open myself up to that because then I'm going to give you my opinion. And then my wife says I'm offensive. Are you offended? No, I'm not offended. So if I offer you a suggestion. I will take my rage out on my wife later. I'm like, you know what, David, a good point. Why the fuck? Why are the kids? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, but, you know, to 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 her credit, uh, we don't have to get up at the crack of dawn with our kids. So it's like they can go to bed early. What do you consider the crack of dawn? 
Uh, six. Yeah, I don't. I never seven. do that either. My kids, know, my get, kids, up my kids get up at eight. My kids get up at like eight. Yeah. Seven thirty, eight o'clock, and they go to bed at eight p.m. No, my kids get about ten hours. So it'll be, uh, be like yeah. it'll be like ten to eight. That, what is that? How many? It's, it's public school math. But that's a training thing. It's not that your kids. Ten to eight's okay. I'm okay with that. They don't need to sleep twelve hours. Yeah, that's... your kid doesn't need to stay up till ten though. That's the problem. Your kid needs to go to bed at eight because here's here's yeah, what and happens. He's gonna get up at six. I don't no, want to do that. It's a training thing though. You have to extend that time. It just takes time to do it. You think they'll sleep twelve hours? Eventually? Yeah. I think what seems the, like a lot. Here, here's the issue. Is that what the issue is? Is you want your kids to be awake and alive more, like out? No, in the I just world? don't want to get up at six. And nor does my wife. And th- that problem can be fixed. But the really that time between eight and ten or eight and midnight should be the time that you're able to watch TV with your wife, settle down, not yeah. have to worry about the kids. When you don't have that, that's what creates. But you stress. know what this is like. This is like when I get into it with my brother and my cousin. When when I go, okay, remember. A week or two ago, I freaked out and I decided I'm not doing any more work on my house. Well, I got this tree in my backyard <laughs> oh, and I'm thinking about cutting the, I want to cut the tree down. And there's a large part of me that goes, well, I, I can do it with some chainsaws and some spike shoes and some rope. I, I really could get up there and it would take me a little while, but I could get this tree down. And then it falls on your garage. Well, there's potential for bad things to happen, um, but I think I could do it. But if you let it slip to someone who's handy, like my brother or my cousin, it's like, well, that, that tree's got... I mean, we could do it, dude. We could totally do it. And then I'm like, oh, screw... Dang it. I mentioned it. It's the same as mentioning bedtime to you because then people are like... If, if someone's convinced, like, yeah, I can do it, then, then I have to spend half my time... Because I kind of want to do it. Now I got to spend half... I'm torn, right? I, I guess I only... I don't really care what time your kids go to bed. Uh, I don't care if they stay up or ever go to sleep, but I just... When it infringes on my freedom is when, when <laughs> I get involved. Right, 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 you right, know, right, 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 To be right. honest, if we stop doing the podcast tomorrow, I could care what happens to you or anybody else. Sure. So, I get you it. know. Totally get you it. get that. Totally get it. Episode 100 of the Hey My Man podcast is brought to you by Discount Casket Center where you can receive 85% off your first purchase of a casket. Free air delivery nationwide. Save over 85% today. Call now. 1-800-DIS-CASKET. Well, how do we get on that? Uh, you were talking about... Comments, social on, media. comments on social media. Yeah. Now, what is worse, though? Someone showing you pictures that you don't have any interest in or someone uh, telling you comments? I've never had comments, anybody right? tell me a comment. I guess I've had people retell me a story, an anecdote or whatever that what I was if, like, like man, I guess you had to be Facebook. there. I don't... They, they just think that you follow them, but they didn't think you saw it. And they show you, hey, this. No never happened. That... Really? No. Oh, I've had several people lying. I think line. I think it oh. is. Be- it's because people know there's no way you saw it. You're a target for that because they're like, listen, maybe every I've either yeah, had maybe. people comment or not comment or like or, or not like or whatever. The one guy in the world that this is new to, <laughs> it's Ben. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, uh, the one thing I did I was privy to is I was joking earlier about no laws in Indiana. Uh, it, I don't know, maybe a couple of days old by the time this airs, but uh, I feel like us being an Indiana podcast, we should touch on the Religious Freedom Rights Act. How say you? I don't care about it. You don't care about no. it? No. Well, you told me I couldn't wear a V-neck over here because you said if I did, it would infringe upon your rights. No, I'm just saying like I don't, there's, no, there's you nothing. You said no proper Jew would wear a V-neck, so I, I <laughs> You're not a Jew. It. Yeah, but still, it seemed like it offended you, so I didn't. I took it off. No, I don't know. I don't now know. I'm shirtless doing a podcast. I don't so know that we could, I don't need, feel I, less gay now. I don't know that we could pull any comedy out of the. Sure, I can. I mean, I don't. I don't. Here's what here's what bugs me is everyone keeps going like, 
uh, they use the they do the same thing politics do. You know when we're talking about like big like people are going for uh, the presidential races and they go well, I talked to Joe the plumber and Joe the plumber says he's having a hard time and it's like well, we're really not ever talking about someone little. It's always about the big picture. No no Congress would never you know Senate would never get together to decide something for a small amount. It's it's, it's always for something big. You know. So people go, well, if you went into a bakery, they wouldn't, they wouldn't, first of all, that's the worst example ever. People keep saying like, you go into a bakery and they would, show me somewhere that has cupcakes that won't give a gay person a, a cake or a cupcake. Are you kidding me? No, if you went like, hey, this is, uh, this is, hey, Cabela's ain't for gays. Okay. Then I'd be like, well, I don't agree with it, but I get it. There's a lot of camouflage. There's a lot of dudes. They spend a lot of time with trees together. Wait a minute. You yeah. should be serving gays. Hold on. But they use the example of like, well, a florist wouldn't give a gift. First, who do you think is buying flowers other than chicks? Who do you think is buying cakes other than chicks? I guess I don't. I don't understand the argument. It just doesn't seem like there should be one. It's just any any time you discriminate against anyone, or you make a law that allows people to discriminate against anyone, is there's no. What's the argument? Who can but, argue the other side of it? But if you own your own business, you can sell it to whoever you want, can't you? Why not? It's your own. No, you say, can't. Say I own a bakery, and I'll go. Hey. I, I sell cakes. No, you're going to turn around and say, you know, no Jews allowed. No, you cannot do that. Well, the other side of that is to how I can't wait for this. Why do you think? Okay, if, if someone came out, all you got to do is let slip something little. Be like, yeah, I believe in the Bible pretty strict. Then guess what? Gays aren't going to buy your cakes Why? anymore. They're not going to. Why? Because they don't want to support you because you're. Because uh, you believe in the Bible? There's gay people that there's. Gay people that believe in religion and the Bible. No, if you believe in the Bible, you you don't. That's not gays. true. It is true. If you don't, yeah, that, the Bible says the, dudes can't lay together, dude. That that is the Bible Actually, says, says that dude, it only says dudes once. I the say Bible says that. However, the that doesn't mean that gay people subscribe to it and go, well, then I can't be religious. They pick and choose parts of the religion that they want. Yeah, but there's gay people that are still incorrect. Catholic. That's incorrect. Though. So what? It's all made up. What's the right. difference? Right. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, I don't understand what the argument is. Well. I don't know. You just threw me off base yeah. with that whole thing. Amazing. But my thing is, like, if you say you let slip that you just aren't a fan of the gays, right? Do you think do you think that the, all the fans of HGTV are then going to shop at your cupcake store? I don't know. No. They're going to be like, I'm not buying this guy's stuff. He's a homophobe. I don't believe that. Dude, look at... Look I at, really don't believe that anybody stands on any moral high ground for very long. Is what It's co- convenience is king. So I could say... Right. You know, I'm not going to shop there because they don't, you know, they they don't support, uh, you know, Israel. But really, when it comes down to it, if I need to run over there for a piece of lumber, I'm, I'm doing it. I, you know, bottom line. Yeah, but you know how easily people are offended. I, yeah, I mean, they're offended in public, but in private, they're going like over there second. and they're doing business. No, that's fair enough. You know too. what I'm saying? Like, n- nobody, nobody is going even a mile out of their way to avoid giving money to somebody who's a hate monger. This is not happening. I mean... But the whole thing was be a real asshole. The whole thing if, wasn't made for like bakeries and little stuff. It was made for like these big hobby lobbies and stuff, so that they could deny like um, rights to your partner. You know what I mean? Or, or birth control or something. Like that. My religion doesn't believe in birth control, so it got out of hand when it's like everyone starts going like, "Well, I can't come in and buy a pizza for, from you because because I I happen to love watching." Uh, while you were away for the weekend, we remodeled your house on, on TLC or whatever the hell. It's like, that's not what it's about at all. You know what I mean? Like, not even kind of. So I know there's not a ton of comedy to mine from it. But my only thing is, like, look, if you don't want gays in your store, when they come in, go, your pizza will be ready in about three hours. Just have a seat and it'll be ready. It may be four. It may be five. And it's Thursday, which means double price day. Yeah. Okay, you don't need a law. Just 
Yeah, Good but things once, that make it inconvenient. Yeah, once they realize that you're only doing that to gay people, then you're Prove subject it. to be... Prove it. They'll send in a, a you know twenty twenty dateline. It. it just takes a while to make Look, up here in Northeast Indiana, there's a there's a road that goes from Klein Avenue to Chicago. It used to, okay? <laughs> there's a bridge. It's hypothetical. That bridge <laughs> didn't... It broke. Indiana said, we don't have money to fix it. So... A road going to a major, you know, the major city in America, bridge has fallen. Uh, we just have to take a different, you have to take side streets to get there. We're not worried about that bridge where people are falling off, by the way. We're not worried about that bridge. We're worried about whether gay people can get pizza. Come on. Like, why is this? Why is this Again, man, I didn't give it a second thought. I moved on already and I'm like. I did because it just swarmed everything. And I, yeah, no, I, like I said. My dander gets up when you start talking religion anyway. I think that was, did it come up last week? I don't even remember when it when it was a hot it's topic. A few days ago. Yeah, see, like I said, I already pushed it to the back of my mind because mm-hmm. it doesn't really. Not that it doesn't affect me. It's just it's stupid. The whole thing's dumb. Well, I mean, it is dumb. I guess if you think people really are discriminating, then of course you're gonna like say, "Hey, no." That's but not I cool. I just don't think that anybody really cares that much when it all comes down to it. Like, I'll still go see a Mel Gibson movie. Yeah. Me I too. mean, I could say all day long, like, I don't like what he said, I don't like what he stands for, but the guy, to be honest, the guy makes a pretty good action movie. So you're saying everybody, just get over it, it'll be all right. Just get over all of it. Like, if this dude doesn't like you because you're gay, just don't tell him you're gay. I kind of like that. It's kind of like, um, what's, <laughs> Whatever. What's, what's that movie with Michael Douglas, uh, Falling... Oh, Jewel of the Nile. Falling, that's right, that's the one, that's exactly what... No, there's another one also. Falling Down. Falling Down. Like, when he's, he goes into the store to buy, like, uh, boots, because his shoes have a hole in them, and the guy's like, uh... You can buy these boots. Uh, they're pretty good for like stomping. Queer. They start saying right. like all these horrible homophobic uh, things. Th- those gay dudes walked in. They had a problem with them. They either bought boots or they didn't, right? But if they love the boots, wouldn't they just be like, "Hey, knock it off with whatever you're saying"? I guess it's you know it's it's no different than the the whole like on one end we're talking about we're trying to get rid of bullying in the schools and it's like a big issue and at the same time. Uh, you know, on the adult level, out of school, we're saying like, oh, well, we should be able to, we should just turn our backs and, and let people, you know, just don't deal with the bullies. I don't know about any of it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Move on. Well, that's, I think that's how, how a lot of people are. And maybe you're right. Maybe just, hey, by the time, by the time you realize you're, everyone else is offended and you haven't been, it's already gone. Right. It's already come Move on gone. to the next topic. Were you offended that Howard Stern said that podcasts are for losers? No, because I don't believe that that's it was completely taken out of context. I mean, I posted it, so no, not really. Yeah, it was no. because that was a that was a segment of a podcast that was a portion specifically posted by the contingent that wanted to, you know, is that the one you sent that me? Point. I didn't send it to you. I posted it on the website. Yeah, website. I watched it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that was it, it was just, a part why of. Why would you just post the portion? That, that was all like, that was there. It was, somebody oh. else made that. I didn't make the it's like twenty minutes or something. Wasn't yeah, I but I mean, it was a while. Yeah, I mean, his show. It go, he drones on forever about stuff. So it, it could be like... Well, I didn't watch it all either because he does. What's his listening? There was no video. I was, was watching on YouTube, yeah. Oh, no, I YouTubed it. Howard oh. Stern says podcasts yeah. are for losers. At first, I don't believe First of all, case. I kind of agreed with him. I was like, yeah, well, okay. Kind of. I mean, you have people that are doing like radio shows with millions and millions of listeners and then you have a bunch of dudes. Because to be, to be fair, I've already attacked half of our fan base by making fun of nerds. To be fair, a lot of... um. It's it's rough waters finding good podcasts. Like when I find one, I get really excited and I listen to it a lot and I try to interact with them on social media and stuff like that. But uh, there's there's some 
clunkers out there. It'd be allowed to, it'd be like if everyone was allowed to make a movie because it was like, it cost like a hundred bucks to make a movie or something. Uh, and so, you know, we can hate on Michael Bay all we want and I do, but like if everyone's allowed to make movies, there's going to be some stinkers out there, right? Sure. So I kind of agree with him that, but I didn't agree with him that, uh, he's like, look, the way you really get into it is you get into radio, you start in some in Delaware, Connecticut or something. He's like, you start small time and, and if you get listeners, you work your way up. Not, not so, not that's, anymore, but, not anymore. But again, that's not, that's not what he was talking about. Yeah. And, he was saying if you want to be form, a real good broadcaster, you start in real radio. No, he was talking about if you want to be successful as a radio broadcaster, first of all, he was making a, a distinction between podcasting and which anybody can do. Yeah, because he was saying podcasting doesn't make money, so like you have to make real money doing radio. Because that's how he does. Well, no, and he w- let me finish. So he was saying podcasting is something that it's pirate. Anybody can do it. Basically, you come up with a couple hundred bucks, you can make a podcast, post it up, and you know you find your own fan base. You know on the grassroots way. But you know he was saying like in order to be a successful broadcaster, and success means you are highly rated. You make money doing what you're doing. Um, no, that's what it was all about, money. That's what it comes down to yeah. when you're talking about success. Not just him. That's what people right. deem as success. Right. Power, money. Uh, other people want you to come on their radio station or bring you over. or they fight over you, you're a hot commodity. And really what he was saying, again, it was a, it was a, in defense of Ari Shafir's comment saying, you know, basically talking about how podcasting is like, you know, the new, it's not. The bottom line is podcasting, as far as where I'm coming from, like the way these stand-up guys do it, it's a way for them to connect with their fans. They're not trying to be broadcasters. They're not trying to broadcast to a wide audience. They're trying to broadcast right, to million, the people. If they got a million listeners a week oh, and they made would, money, they would love it. Of course. So they kind of are. But that's not their goal. If they were trying to do that, they would fail. You think they want to stay on the road forever? They don't want to just make money like No, I, I don't think that that's what they want to do. I think that they want to move into other like more legitimate, what they consider more legitimate business and an easier business to be in, which is television and film. But the way to sort of spread your you know, the, the word about yourself is it's easy to do through podcasting. Sure. You know, if you're a stand up, which you, is why radio doesn't work. anymore. You're going from club to club to club. And every night you're telling your, after your set, what it would be 20, 30 minutes, whatever. Hey, check it out. I have a podcast. You could listen to me talk about, you know, whatever. I might even talk about the show I did last night. If something funny happened at it or my process. And, uh, you know, especially for comedy podcasts, it's really geared toward comedy nerds. And and I think you'll agree, like a lot of the ones that me and oh, you both listen to nerds. are the reason we like them is because these guys, A, you get to see who they are in real life as real people talking about their yeah. own personal situations outside of what they do. And B, they talk about the process. They talk about the behind the scenes. It's cool to hear these, you know, I guess back in the day, like of Johnny Carson, You'd have these celebrities come on and they all, it seemed like back old Hollywood, like all the celebrities that were like the big ones, they knew each other, they hung out, yeah. they, they, they socialized with one another. So, you know, Johnny would have somebody on the couch and this guy would start telling a story about like a, you know, again, an anecdote about, you know, Hey, I was hanging out with John Wayne and, mm-hmm. and this had a dinner doing, party. I hate you do impressions. Someone mentioned that you do impressions. You know, right. so this is sort of that and people love to hear the inside scoop like oh i know john wayne from the movies but this guy has a funny story about the time when rickles played a joke on john wayne you know what i mean like ha 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 behind the scenes and everybody has a good laugh and it's like wow 
We get to see these people. I would love to be a part of a fly on the wall of a party where all these people were at. And that's not much different from the reason that I'm attracted to the podcast I am is because these guys sort of give you that like, hey, I was at the comedy store and this guy walked in and he gave me yeah. a tip about, especially some of these pod, podcast comedians that are coming up in the comedy world. You know, I ran into this guy. He was an idol of mine. He, he said he saw my set. He told me he gave me this. He told me an anecdote about this. I don't know if he wants me to share this, but he did tell me this story. Mm-hmm. That The inside stuff and the personal stuff is what makes it a successful podcast. And wouldn't you think that most successful comedians are successful when they talk about their own life? Yeah, for Their sure. own situation. You know, sure. that's, that's what... But that's straight from the point is Howard's saying the only way you can make it now is to start a small radio station. On radio. Because that's how he did it in what, the 70s? He's saying that's how you made it, you make it in radio. But no one does. There are people who do. There are let me absolutely you, let, me, let me tell you some names. Rush Limbaugh. You say yes or no. That what? If he's good or bad? That you know him. Yeah. Rush Limbaugh. Morning Edition. I don't know what that That's is. That's a no. Sean Hannity show. Yeah. All things considered. Let me ask you. Are you trying to set me up here? For, yes all? or no? All things considered. No. Delilah Marketplace. No. Dave Ramsey show. No. Glenn Beck program. Yep. Mark Levin show. Yep. Savage Nation. Yep. Fresh Air. No. A Prairie Home Companion. No. Wait. That, that, that. Don't tell me. That's a no. Oh. Coast to Coast AM. Yes. I think that's Art Bell. Okay. I'm sure, sounds like you love it. The Leah Show? No. The Kim Commando Show? Yep. Okay. And the Bubba Love Sponge Show? But what no, you I'm did just, was... I'm listing those off because I'm listing... They're all from one radio station. No, they're not, actually. I'm listing the top radio shows in the nation. Those are the number one. Now... What I listed was conservative talk, public news, conservative talk, financial talk, conservative talk, conservative talk, conservative talk, public news, blah, blah, blah. And it goes on like that. So who's listening to radio? Rich Whitey, dude. That, that, who else listens to conservative because, talk? Yeah, people move beyond radio. There's no, that's not a secret. No, what what say I'm that saying to you, Howard's saying like- He's not on radio. Howard's saying- he's on, he's on satellite radio, which is on-demand radio. Yeah, but he, what he's saying is like, this is how you get big in radio. You start small and you work- Not anymore, you don't. Why? Yeah, you do. Nobody gets big in radio who's anymore. Big on radio? Nobody. That's my point. It doesn't happen. So you can he, go in Connecticut and you can be like, hey, I would guarantee hour, you right now. Hey, we got some Jimmy's Chicken Shack coming that, up next. We have a wiener. <laughs> and that's Dickie the Punchline Donkey on 97.1. Dickie the Punchline Donkey on Cool 97.1. Cool Weekend. On the radio. And the, the, the morning. FM. Cool. If Howard went on the radio today, went back to terrestrial radio, he would um, again dominate it. Yeah, because he's already built in. He's already done. But you don't come up that way. I don't I, I don't agree with the argument. I think that uh, I, uh, the one thing I wouldn't do is... Howard's is already the king. You can't thumb say, like, my nose, why do people know the king? Because he's the king. I wouldn't thumb my nose at the guy who has the most experience and has actually made a successful model. I'm not thumbing my nose, but it's like it's like... It's like if someone only used hand tools and they go, well, I put that barn up with a, with a, with a handsaw and all that. It's like, well, yeah, you can. That's how you used to do it. But now we have power tools. Now we have podcasts. Do you, do you, so you're telling me that you think that there's guys that are that do podcasts because they think they're going to be famous for podcasting? Yes. I, I, yeah, for sure. How many people? Or how many people? I, re, I mean, realistically, how many people do you think that will happen for? Not many at all. Ten? Yeah. No. So I agree with him. Like, it's a pipe dream. I get that. Like, one in a thousand, a million. But- 
you ain't coming up and trust your radio no more. And if you are, it's AM. It's either sports or conservative. And again, talk. I, I think that that he's talking just about broadcasting in general being legitimate broadcasting. He's he's saying nobody's podcasting putting, ain't shit. Like that's not. Even I agree like on my because radar. here's the thing: nobody is putting podcasters through. And I know you you are going to say, well, there's a lot of shitty radio out there, so who's doing it for them? But there's no quality control in podcasting. Quality control is listenership. If you do a yeah. shitty podcast, people stop listening. The difference is on radio, whether it be terrestrial or satellite, the uh, advertisers and the other people on those networks and the other things help keep those other shows afloat because... If you're a fan, so you have tons of people that just like to Check turn the radio on and have it on. If you listen to Howard Stern, okay, you also listen to the John Hine and Gary Delabate show, which follows the Howard Stern show, the wrap up show. You would have listened to Bubba the Love Sponge, whether you like Bubba or not, because he Howard said you're going to listen to Bubba because he's one of my people. So you listen to Bubba, I guarantee yeah. it, because I know uh, you're going to listen to Jason Ellis because it's somebody that Howard has told you uh, this guy's awesome. I like him. He's you know. Anybody who Howard uh, on satellite radio, whether it be on his channel or whether it be, he has the ability to tell you, listen to this guy, because if you're a fan of me, same with man cow, same with these uh, other people okay. they are saying like, these are, this is my crew of people. So basically all you need to do is you don't need to be Howard. You just need to get yourself on his radar. That is important. So that's not even like germane to the topic. Yes, it is. Because you're saying that there's there's absolutely no way to become successful or that. Are you he, saying if you're one of the five people that Howard mentions, that's how you do it? No, no. But I'm saying that there, you're saying there's only one king. Yeah, but that that goes a long way. All these other radio shows succeed or fail not only on their own merit when you're talking about radio. There's a network. There's things that go along. There's other shows that go along with it. When you're doing podcasts, you're on your own. So that's why there is... Zero. But he's, he's saying you, but you like on, on, on normal radio, you would just you would just gain a huge following, and then you wouldn't be on your own because you'd have that huge following. But you wouldn't gain a does. huge following because if you look at a, a show like like Eric and Kathy here in Chicago, for you know example, mm-hmm. people listen to music, and a lot of people don't want to listen to talk or they want to listen to a mixture of talk. So when you're on your way to work in the morning, people turn on whatever station they're on, or you know, B96 here in Chicago or something like that. And you hear Eddie and Jobo who have been on the radio for 40 years and you're not, they're not really paying attention to Eddie and you know, they're, they're doing a little bit between bumpers between the the top 100 songs, you know? So you think those guys are popular because what they bring to the table? No, they're popular because they play, they're playing top 40 hits yeah. And every now and then the the producer of the show which lets these guys no, throw eke a bit out. Which is why there's no room for any any new king to come up because nobody gives a shit about the content. There's That's, no there's no there's no uh program directors that are like we need to get a young great voice in here. They don't care about the voice. Well, I, Just I, play Rihanna. And I shut would up. agree with you 100% that there it, so you ain't coming there up is no no there is the no more person radio. I can radio. Kind of think of that's not conservative talk is Ryan Seacrest and he's ugh, but he does you know? the same thing. Right. He, Ryan Seacrest. He does what you just said. He yeah, he's a disc jockey. So no one's coming up. That's why so Howard's wrong. You can't come up that way. You can't come up at all. He's not wrong. He's there saying is no, no he's up. saying you can. He's saying you can. No, he's saying No, he's saying you can and this is how you do it and as soon as you get the numbers I got, then I'll listen to you. He, no, he's not saying you can. What he's saying is that is success if you do it that way. He's not even saying you can anymore. Then no no one's listening to radio. No, he's Who saying, listens he's to saying radio? if you want to be like big if time, you want it, that's how you if do you want to wear the crown, you have to do it the way I did it. Yes. You have to But the way he did he, it 
Like the the tracks that he was writing on, they took those fuckers apart. Unfortunately for people, he's saying, "Listen, I started at the bottom and I made it all the way to the top." Unless yeah. you like, and I don't if, take anything away from. Of course, a, he's the best. If you're a podcaster that has, you know, let's 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 just use a hard ten thousand subscribers to your podcast. That doesn't mean anything to anyone. Is basically what he's saying. If if you had a hundred million and compared to radio, it's still nothing. Right, it is nothing. Yeah, but it's so it's so like macro versus it, it, it's, mm-hmm. all, it's all about what you want it to be and, and again ari shafir's argument is he, he's doing the you know the shticky obviously i'm going to i'm going to care about what he i'm says. going to pull on his howard's argument, his cape really until he acknowledges me so he can talk about me yeah and i it's smart but he's basically saying like listen dude my thing is i like being a stand-up comedian i do a podcast because i let the people who like this what i bring to the stand-up stage also in on a little bit of some other stuff, and it just sort of helps me sell who I am and get my name out there. I doubt that he's looking to, to have a full time radio career. Yeah, I don't really care what that guy's argument was. I was just <laughs> I was just kind of like when I was hearing Howard go, "Here's how you come up," and I'm saying like 20 years ago, yeah. When I would do when I went to radio school in like 2000 or, or 99 or whatever it was, um, that was how you did it. And even then, it was like, oh, this is getting scary because it's. The the holes closing fast. That's why I, mean? I that's why I left radio. Yeah, school. me too. It was like you can either make no money, and un- move from market to market to market to market. And if you're good at it for 15 years, then you can make maybe a lot of money, maybe. And I was like, oh, I got 15. Yeah, years. but I think I got, even, even 15. I think a lot of money. You're talking like 120 grand. You're not talking yeah, Howard yeah, Stern yeah. money. You're no, not talking no, no, man no. cow money. You're you're no, there's a, well, Rush Limbaugh money. You're you're talking. Yeah, there's only a couple that can do that, but. Yeah, I mean, I just took exception with like, no, no, that's not how you. But come just so up, you dude. know, that's not how you here in up. Chicago, and you apologizing for him doesn't help. Seventy-five percent of the radio shows you mentioned are all on WLS AM here in Chicago. That's why I said I go. You're going down the list. I'm like, what'd you do? Go you? No, I, I thought you were trying no, to bait me into this. Th- I mentioned Rush Limbaugh and who? No, I could, I could. There's a bunch of them on there. No, you're yeah, crazy, there are. Man. I listen to it, so I know. Savage, Kim Commando. Uh, Kim Commando. When, when does that come on? Uh, Sundays or Saturdays. Um, she talks about like technology and, and like, Sean Hannity. Uh, that's a Hannity, 90, right? Yep. Um, All things considered, is NPR. That is yeah. Delilah is adult contemporary. I, some some of them you, are the because, because all the conservative, conservative yeah, station. Yeah, and so they've been able to grab all those syndicated shows and put them on under their banner here in Chicago. Hey, so I, so you ain't coming up because they got I, Sean, are you going to bump I, Sean Hannity with your show? I thought you were uh, sort of trying to lead me down the Republican no, Primrose path. I don't need to do that. The listeners can figure that out. I, all I'm doing is saying like these are the people that are the top at it, and we know a couple of them, and they're like there's like five, and you know what I mean? It's like you don't come up in radio. That was my point. That's all. I will defend Howard anytime anyone ever. It's funny because I just no. He's <laughs> he's, so the, he's the best. It. I will say he was the best. Not it's not even close. There's not even close second that's ever done it. However, no one's going to do it the way he did. Would you again. say he's the LeBron? I would say he's the Michael Jordan of radio. No, you the LeBron though. No, if you took I Michael Jordan, know. but then you went like I call one step Bron. higher. Okay, is, is Le- you mean LeBron's Le- better than he's the LeBron? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, he's the best that's ever done. You don't it, agree. For sure. What? No, Who's better, LeBron or Jordan? I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> Other stuff you didn't like. Going clear. Yeah, that didn't was like awful. It. Awful. You said I was talking to you on the phone the at the messages. time. I just started baiting you because I was like, this and it wasn't bait. I wasn't taking it. I was oh, just like, it. no, I wasn't. Oh, I was super took... annoyed. But... <laughs> that means you took it. No. Here's what happened. I was sitting there watching or talking to you. I was texting you about something. Let me read the comments so people can hear it. So I told Dave, I was like, Dave, I'm about this movie, huh? And he was like, hold on, let me let me find. We're it. in the middle of a text 
back and forth about something completely unrelated to the stupid <laughs> documentary. And you said, oh, no, Getting Clear is on HBO or Getting Clear is on now or something like that. It came on demand, so I had to let you go. I had it on already. I was sitting there watching it, but like in the background. I meant on I mean, my phone. I couldn't do both at the same time. <laughs> I will never, from here forward, I will always know the name David Miscavige, but I could care less who he is. I could yeah, care less. Buddy. Nobody thought. Well, okay, so, wa- so I mean, going, watch it going clear, because I knew we were going to talk about it. And I was hoping it'd be good because I heard people building it up and saying it was like me watching a soccer soccer documentary. I was like, I'm never going to give a shit. No, well, first of all, I knew we were going to talk about it on the podcast because I knew you were watching it. And again, I hoped that it would be good. It was good. The only thing that I've even seen remotely interesting that had to do with Scientology or crazy religious people. Face Off with John Travolta? No, is that movie uh, Red State. Awesome. That's that was they were like they were like deep sea Baptists. Yeah, well, I consider it all the same. I'm talking about just well, religious deep woods religious Baptist, not, not really because after you see this uh getting clear, yeah. There was torture and all kinds of stuff going on there too apparently. It's got nothing to do with the but red state. I'm just saying they're crazy religious people. Oh yeah. I'm not, I know it's, it's not a broad it's, brush, sir. Ultimately, this documentary uncovered nothing. It talked about how it, well, was, it was. It was about a book, so no, not groundbreaking. The book is already out. I'm. I'm just saying, all this stuff. Everyone knows that Scientology is crazy. No, everyone they knows. No, they didn't. Who didn't know that? Who who's done? You who, think, who's done research on Scientology? You think people know a little bit? Like, they and hear, what do they know? They if, hear. They hear Tom Cruise, John Travolta, and they go, "Dude, Scientology is crazy." Yeah. Yeah. They don't know how crazy. They don't know the level, and they don't. Okay, here's what the it's a religion did. based on the. A, f- a guy, a science fiction writer's idea of, you know, yeah. where we came Some from. Some people and where don't we're even going. know that, dude. Some people don't even know that. Well, I knew, I knew that. I don't know who doesn't know that. We travel in different circles, obviously. Mm-hmm. I, I I would guarantee you that if you, if you threw the term out there right now, Scientology, the word, the reply crazy would be in the top five. If you said, give me five yeah, words. Yeah, but this, but that's the point is this movie went into depth and sh- it put a personal face to it. You hear about these things, but when you hear firsthand accounts of someone that was involved, when they tell you their story firsthand or when they use the terms that they use in the church, like like uh, traveling up the bridge and the Sea Org and stuff like that. But I when mean, are you ever going to hear that? Like, if you, who cares? I mean, it's not a part of anyone's the life unless they're Scientologists. The about it care. I saw and I go, moving on. I just, it was, it was. Uh, but you sound like you're watching it like, you turn it on and you go, this sucks. I don't even want to see it. And the, the whole time you go, I was right. Well, it no, there isn't. Like, there, don't watch it. If is, you know you're going to hate it. Isn't there a lot of, isn't there things that you do ex- specifically to talk about on the podcast or you go. Yeah. Escape know, from New York. I know. He, yeah. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> uh I know he's going to want to talk about this or we talk, we both said, hey, let's watch this and let's review Caddyshack, it. Caddyshack. Weird science. Okay, perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're on the same page. So for you okay, to say well, like, oh, that's... you should have turned it off. No, I wanted to watch it. I All hoped right. it would get better. That's and a, it that's irritated me argument. even more when I went to Twitter and saw people like it was, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Dude, it was a good documentary. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Dude, supersize me thousand times better than that. Because you love fast food. No, it's not having to do with that. I could you write down KFC, name at least so of course five me. documentaries that were better than that. Oh, I can too. Yeah, it's not. it was not a good documentary. It didn't. What did it do? What did it, how it put a personal face to the things that you didn't really you sort of knew about it, but unless you read that book, Going Clear, you didn't know the details about the Sea Org. You didn't know like who. But what? 
No, you're asking me, so I'm telling you. Like, you didn't know about the Sea Org. You didn't know about specific tales about how they treated babies. Like, there's a part, I won't spoil it, but, I mean, there's a part where they basically, there's some, you know, uh, scripture, for lack of better words, that says, like, babies are a burden on our mission here. So it's like the opposite of Catholic Church. Like, no, I don't have babies. You don't need them. Uh, they were, like, neglecting them, and, and and I didn't realize that they that they really were very, very, stern about about if you were i didn't i didn't know the uh sp term suppressive person that's a suppressive person if you say things against the church or or even kind of if you watch an actor that has left the church you're considered an sp or a suppressive person and so if you're married to someone and they're considered an sp and you have kids with them your husband or wife and kids you know will probably go hey either we stay in the church or we go with you but we can't so people like families get broken up i didn't really know I mean, there's details I didn't know. I mean, for any, sure. I think in any obviously crazy offshoot religion or any what do you call it? Uh, I didn't know that they had such Nazi esque imagery and when their big conventions. Uh, I didn't know that they had dirt on Travolta. Well, I thought they did, but like they have. Listen, I'll, they I'll, audit him and they record it, and then when you say I'm leaving the church, they go, "Go ahead, but we're going to air this dirty laundry that you said." Instead of watching this documentary, Ooh, first I got some other ones you go watch. First watch. Uh, the master, and then when you get bored of that, turn on Pink Floyd's "The Wall," and it's you'll learn as much about Scientology. You'll certainly feel weird after you do both of those <laughs> things for sure. You certainly won't be right. But dude, I went I went documentary crazy, just absolutely crazy. I think uh, I think it's HBO is starting to rule my entire, like my entire viewing, because I feel like every week something amazing happens on HBO. And you're talking to someone who doesn't really have cable. So on my phone, I'm watching so much amazing stuff. It's, I don't know, what would you say? It's the two by four screen, maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm seeing so much amazing stuff, dude. Game of Thrones is coming out on HBO. We, we, we what, about ta- the, what about the amazing stuff? We, do, we talked about Robert Durst, the Jinx. Right. Pretty amazing. Uh, this, this Going Clear just came out. Uh, I think it's May 4th. The Kurt Cobain documentary, Montage of Heck, is coming out. Super, super excited about that too. It's like I, I can't even find time to do stuff in the real world. I picked a perfect time to stop working on my house because there's there's so many amazing things going on on just one channel. I wonder what it'd be like to have a bunch of channels, <laughs> to have to have like a full blown TV. It might be amazing. Yeah, the, I I saw something about the Kurt Cobain documentary where it's it I, it looked like yeah. it was basically about saying that Courtney Love either murdered Kurt Cobain, set up his murder, or had some in some way, shape, or form his responsible. Isn't that I don't, what the, the, it, I don't it alludes think so to because like um one of the, like the executive producer is his is his daughter. So I don't think if if they're full on like whose daughter? His daughter. Who? Uh, Francis Bean Cobain. She like had a big part in it. Like she found a lot of the video and gave it to the director. God, I just I, I want to punch both of them for that stupid name. Well you certainly can punch one of them for sure. The other one might it might not be so good, but yeah, I don't know. No, I, I, there's I, already been documentaries. Like I know, but if you watch, I watched Courtney the and, uh, uh, trailer for it. It did talk a lot about that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they may bring it up. I I, I really don't know. I, I haven't seen it yet. But uh, but what else would you want to watch a documentary about him for? That's the only interesting thing he's done. Well, that's wrong. But what I <laughs> what I did think about though is like I've already seen so many. Yeah, I mean, I've seen many Nirvana documentaries behind the scenes, so I'm like, do we need another one? No. Not really, right? That's what I thought. And I'm, you know, obviously a big fan. Uh, but when I saw some of this footage I'd never seen before, and the and the music was playing, and the angles they were taking, and I know it's HBO, so it's probably going to be good. Uh, I cannot wait. I'm, I'm full on, dude. I, I'm full, full 
effing on. And let me know how it was. Uh, we'll watch it at the same time while you look like I'll be like hold on the documentary's on I gotta let you go you know it's funny because I'm, I'm just now I'm gonna start making another list of things that you shit on because you pretend like ahead, I shit on a bunch of stuff and you're you're open to anything and <laughs> this is not are. the case dude I love everything let me tell you something I I haven't probably had a bigger response on a podcast episode than last week when you went batshit crazy mm-hmm. oh yeah so don't act don't like I'm the about. only hater around I don't here. Know what you're yeah, about. okay. I've been doing a lot of meditating. Yeah, I've been thinking you? a lot. Yeah, no, I don't hate anything. I'm getting, I'm getting. I will tell you after we, after we, when we did the last episode, we did like a week and a half ago. Yeah, I was at like all time high stress level. There was just a lot of things going on at once, and and I came here and I had a couple of beers and started yelling. But I, I've been. You came here and had a couple. Of beer. You had a couple of beers, then you came here, and then I had a couple of beers also. <laughs> right, it's a whiskey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, regardless, <laughs> even so, even so, yeah, but still, um, yeah, I don't know. I started meditating and stuff. I, I legitimately have been trying to meditate, but I, I don't have the time, so I can't do more than like ten minutes. You gotta get off but that I, HBO. But I will say this: I don't really know what I'm doing, but man, just if you can squeeze in ten minutes of just like, even f- like fake. Your fake man. I don't, I don't mean like going. I don't mean like going like. Cause I don't know what I'm doing. Nah, me or Do I know I'm meditating, right? But I don't make any noises. I'm like, um. If I just, it's probably what other people call. Dude, like, you should try making noises. It's probably what. <laughs> what I make? What should yeah, I do? One's fine. Which one? Like, you want me to go deep or high? Whatever. I, I, I don't want you to go right. either. <laughs> whatever feels right. Yeah. I think uh, it's probably what people with without ADD call just sitting there. But it's what I call meditating because I just sit there and don't do anything for like 10 minutes. It's not called meditating unless you make a noise. Really? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) I do remember for a while, after a while, if I get still long enough and then I'll think about something that makes me mad, about two minutes in, I'll be like, just make a groaning noise. That's called pooping. I do that too. That's true. Well, couldn't you just be like free bird? Why don't you just, why don't you just kill two birds with one stone? And if you have to go to the bathroom and you need to meditate anyways. You lock the door. You got ten minutes. You can make. You gonna like, sit in the lotus position on the toilet? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put like a uh, ankle over knee and ankle over knee, and just be like, um, um. Did you Did you say your bathroom door does not have a lock? Um, you know, like, and that's I, you're breathing, right? Right. I mean, they say breathe. Don't in, forget to breathe in through the nose, deep, deep, deep breaths <laughs> into the nose. I don't think you can stay in the now when. Things are falling out out of you. I oh. think I could easily, but I think if I'm doing the deep breathing, that's going to screw it up. I think so. You got to make sure your fart fan works really well <laughs> and it's super effective. All right. I got a, something I forgot to talk about last week uh, when we talked about <laughs> when you were so kindly uh, shat upon the, mm. the dreams of the young men who uh, made the Indiana Jones uh, shot by shot remake. Or I've shit on cosplayers, magazine, uh, comic book readers. So these guys uh, contacted me. They are a, they a group of dudes, not those guys, huh. uh, that put together a film, at least a short film called um, Wasted the Show. And basically they put their film on this uh, website called uh, Cinecoop.com. That's C-I-N-E-C-O-U-P.com. And if you go to Cinecoop.com and you register for free, you can watch a bunch of uh, short videos. And basically, it's a contest. If you win this contest, you get the money and the opportunity to make a full-length movie from based on the concept that you submitted. So this is sort of... I know this is going to get crazy, but uh, 
because I don't necessarily agree with this in general, just the whole idea of it, but these guys made a zombie movie. And oh, that ought to be good. <laughs> on the face of it, I would agree with you. But I watched it and I was like, what's the twist? What's going to be different? I mean, we've we've seen we've seen it all, right? I mean, I'm open. To oh, feel free to shit on it. No, no I'm open to possibilities. Uh, World War Z was pretty So cool. these guys d- did a twist where uh, they are, it starts out where they're sitting in a garage smoking weed and doing whatever. And it's a, it's a stoner slash zombie show movie. Oh, okay. Right. Are we are not going to? No, not, I'm, not, yeah, I, I'm listening. <laughs> are, are you? Stoners, zombies? Yeah. And so basically they're talking about how they would uh, survive a zombie apocalypse. Well, we have brought that up on the show before, so that's apropos. My uh, my take on it is, in the very beginning, and, and how I feel about zombies in general is, I could care less about zombies. I could care less, less about zombie movies. I mean, how many how much Walking Dead have you watched? Uh, too much. How many like seasons? Three, maybe. Well, again, right. I should have left after season right. one. I watched one, so I actually care less. Uh, but I liked World War Z. Good, but cool. you know. In general, we've obviously had, we've been lambasted with zombies. And I feel like, just a step away from this, go support this movie, check it out, you know, vote for it. Uh, How can we find it again? Go to cinecoop.com, www.cinecoup.com. But what I was going to ask you is... I do like, I mean, like, I like American movie, Coven. I'll watch that stuff. I'm not, I'm not pooping on it. You sure? I have a VHS tape that's called Redneck Mutants from Outer Space. So... I mean, I I'm walking the walk, dude. I don't like sci-fi to begin with, and yeah. I'm not. I like I like Zombieland. I did like that because I thought it was a different take on the the zombie. Yeah, you know, it was cool. it was funny. Had Emma Stone in it and Woody it, Harrelson. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. That's hard enough. So that was like good. Uh, but <laughs> all in all, I feel like the guys who are really rooting for or like to bring up this or talk about or sit around and consider how they would deal with a zombie apocalypse would probably be the last people to survive or the first people to die better said in a zombie apocalypse. Would you not agree? I would agree in the fact that while they're discussing how to do things to zombies, they're not acquiring real life skills that it takes to escape a zombie, such as, um, athleticism, agility, uh, 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 be using tools, you know what I mean? Properly, uh, building, Firing uh, weapons. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Chainsaw um, art. While they're manufacturing their weapons like the Frog Brothers and Lost Boys. Yeah. Uh, they While can they're act- making their sweet zombie outfits, you may want to learn how to swing an axe. The The whole idea to me about zombies is like, I look at it and I go, okay, if I was going to make a movie about zombies, uh, this is the first thing that I would I would do. I would stop making a movie about zombies. And let me tell you why. Zombies are the worst adversary. And by worst, I mean the lamest. They're not that cool. First of all, they are hmm. the leftover parts of a human body. Not even, sans, a full, not even a full human. Sans brains, right? So the way they can kill you is if they bite you or they turn you or scratch you, they could turn you into a zombie. That's potentially the only way. It's a good point, though. Technically, you. a zombie is less than a human. Right. Like, I'm more scary than you. They, I have all my fingers. They move... With the speed and agility of a 90-year-old man. Or, Normally, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I just don't feel like they pose a real threat, even in, in a bulk, a lot of them. I know, well, if they back you into a corner, well, I would just, like, shut the door, and eventually they would go away. 
well, you know, with if there's a bunch of them pushing, they can push the door down. Not really because I mean, if you run like a 10 minute mile, you're fine. Yeah, oh, for sure. Fine. So the reason I don't think these guys would survive in a zombie apocalypse is because they wouldn't need to be afraid of the zombies. The threat that they're not thinking about is other human beings that go like, I'm going to kill these nerds first. And after they've amassed all these goods, I'm just going to take their stuff to help me survive. We break you know into I mean? their their um, war room, right? Or whatever, what a safe room, right? We break into their bunker, kick their ass right away, right? <laughs> and then I'll just chill out and eat their Cool Ranch Doritos. First things I'm first, sure they bought. taking your weapons, taking your women, and yeah. then I'm going to worry about fighting the zombie apocalypse. Might even take your woman first. The other thing is, I would just go out on a boat. I would like live like a, a police That's officer a in a thought. 1980s movie. I would just go out, sit in the middle of the ocean, and be like, well, that's it. Game over. Well, but you would need, like, a rowboat, because you can't depend on gasoline forever. Oh, I just need to get out there. No rowboat. I use a sailboat. Well, how much stuff can you... God's gasoline, I mean, How much my stuff friend? can you keep there, though? You know what what I mean? do you need to keep there? Well, you gotta be, it's going to be a while for the zombies you fish. You know, eat themselves out or whatever. You fish! All right, throw In my best Jerry okay. Seinfeld. <laughs> that's fish. <laughs> Eats fish. But Why you, doesn't he eat the fish? Okay, I go out in the water... I cultivate a plan. I cultivate a plan to destroy another nerd camp, and then I go there and I destroy a nerd camp. I go back out on the water. I'm just saying, like zombies aren't that. They're this. They're not. Yeah, you're that, right, and unless they're fast, like, you know. which in World War Z that was the twist. Like these zombies, like they can move. Does make them scary. Like, th- that changes things. And they a didn't great care deal. if like they would throw themselves at you, like right. uh, like how you have to tackle like a kamikaze pilot now. Like in football, like you can't grab people, so you have to throw your body at them like, without, without your arms. Your arms. Just, yeah. You're just like a human missile. <laughs> That's how they were in World War Z. For so sure. uh, I would suggest to these guys that maybe they're in it, they do an edit. Uh, I like the movie the way it is. I'm just saying for me, I, I just don't feel like a, and it's always bothered me whenever you see like these stupid. And Ben, you don't know anything about it because you you don't even have basic cable. But they have like you know zombie hunters and these stupid reality even shows. If I or, did, there's no way I'd watch it. Uh, you know, Apocalypse Brothers or whatever oh. it is, where these guys have built shelters in their backyards and putting canned goods in them and, and waiting. But I these just guys don't understand why people watch. This these thing. guys are over three bills each. They're it's like, dude, oh, you're gonna well, eat your provisions things. immediately. That changes things. Certainly, like with your speed as well. There's nobody who's in shape. It's either you're very skinny and have asthma or you're obese and fat. Those are the people who are afraid. And the zombies are going to get all the fat people first. Right. And then they're going to be fat zombies. And who's afraid? That's even less of a threat. So middle America is going down right, right away. Like you're going to go to like a St. Louis <laughs> or like a, like a Topeka, Kansas. Chicago. They're, they're done for Chicago. Right. They're, they're, half Chicago would be like running along like Lakeshore Drive. Never getting chased, pointing and laughing. The other half would all be dead. The reason I like this, I I love stoner comedies. Not a stoner. Don't like mm. weed. Don't care about that stuff. It's What's not, some good ones? Oh, anything that uh, any of the Seth Rogen movies. I enjoy them. I like them. I'm not saying you like them. What's some I'm good saying ones? I like them. All the ones he knocked did. up. That's pretty. Funny. Yeah, knocked up. Uh, uh, World's End. Super not World's bad. End. Uh, Super bad's pretty funny. Super bad. What's the one where uh, Clerks? Pretty funny. I guess is that a stoner comedy? Yeah, I guess it's yeah, a stoner comedy. They're not smoking weed in it. Oh, I'm talking about like a yeah, movie yeah. where like it's predominantly around uh, Days of Confused. Days of Confused. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. Um, but I I like the ridiculous stoner comedies. Like I said, the the uh, uh, Pineapple Express. Oh, I love it. Love it. No, it did not. It did you actually dude. see it? Yeah, it sucks bad. You're gonna do one of these things where you no, tell I'm me just... it sucks and you go, oh, I saw like 25 minutes. No, of it. I, I watched. Bailed. it. I remember at the end, it even started good like an action movie. Like, don't make Seth Rogen an action star. It's not supposed to be serious. That's the whole reason yeah, it's funny. I, I mean, you're going to sit here and tell no, I get me it, that, that Jim like, Carrey's funny. Real. 
You're gonna I, you, yeah, you're gonna go as far as yeah. to write a blog on the hell website about yeah. how Jim Carrey's funny, but then you're gonna say, "Well, it's unbelievable that Seth Rogen is is an action hero, dude." Jim Carrey, it's unbelievable that he even has a career. Have you, ever, have you ever seen In Living Color? He doesn't even need to make a movie. Yeah, I have. Just from In Living Color, we should all be building an altar. I appreciated A Living Color because I feel like in sketch, Jim Carrey's great because you get a limited amount of Jim Carrey. You know, he does his thing and he moves on. Two, three minutes, you're out. Jim Carrey's one of those people that you just look at him and start laughing. You just look at his face without... With, like, when he's not... That's why it was hard for people to take him seriously because he would be trying to act serious, but his face is funny What, did you looking. read his bio or something? No. What are you just? Why are you assuming that? Yeah, because like when he tried to go dramatic, people were like, "Oh, Jim Carrey is a well, tried, actor." Because he's tough. He's not he good. Looks so funny. He's not good. Also, he looks funny. Okay, but you what, what dramatic? He's not role, horrible. What, he, was, he was good in Eternal Sunshine, The Spotless Mind. He was good in that. Okay, but he's replaceable. He wasn't bad. Twenty three okay, is a bad fine. movie, but say, he was good in it. Again, I I guess I'm I'm grading him on the scale of could you have taken him out and replaced him with someone else? And no. the answer is yes. No, no. Ace Ventura. Who's who else? I'm is not talking do about that movie. I'm Cable talking about guy. the two that you just said. Cable guy. Who else is going to? I'm do not it? talking about those. I'm talking about the two that his dramatic roles. Oh no, you could get another act. Okay, yeah, sure. So he did nothing that anybody else couldn't. He's done. not the best dramatic actor I've ever he, seen. They right, and obviously no. he was big enough name in Hollywood to where he they is gave him the an best opportunity. comedic actor I've ever seen. No, probably. Yeah, get the get out yeah, of here. Probably. Yeah. He's good when people say, write. Don't mo- say when, Murray. He's don't say good Murray. when people write movies around him. If you write, a no, movie no, that's like, the op. No, no, you couldn't be more off no. base. How do you figure? Because when you uh, write him around him, yeah. If you write a movie for Jim Carrey and you say, "Here's his attributes," I'm going to write this movie with Jim Carrey in mind. Mm-hmm. That's a successful movie. You can do that. I bet there's parts in Ace Ventura, Cable Guy, Dumb and Dumber where it's like, "Hey, you go in and you do this," and it's very vague. And you oh, go in and you no, just fill it up. You fill it up with funny. I would agree, though, that he does a stupid thing where he comes up with a saying or makes a stupid turnaround and makes a dumb face like Zoolander. Just no different than Adam Sandler doing his baby talk. It's dumb. It's stupid. No, Adam Sandler. He goes to the same well as Jim Carrey does. No. Nothing is funny no, about. No, 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 no. Yes. No, 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 no. And no. you know what? On the face of it. Now, Cable Guy is back... a much different character than Ace Ventura, which is a much different character than Dumb and Dumber. Of course, of course. I so know he can do characters. different kinds of funny characters. No, they're Adam all Sandler's, the same. It's Adam him Sandler making a dumb always face. Always the likable. Like I'm the likable guy, and I go scabadoo. But you know, he end. always makes himself a tough guy. Adam Sandler. Yes. Yeah. It's always like it's always like, hey, I play with shampoo and conditioner, but when it's time to fight, I will beat up everybody in the room. <laughs> it's sort of like like if an eight year old wrote a movie, right. like like what do you what's your movie about? Well, it's about this guy who like farts. He like farts and he and he has poop. And you're like, oh, okay, what else is your movie about eight year old? Uh, well. Uh, he also like goes into this restaurant and like eats pie. Okay, <laughs> is there anything? else in your movie eight-year-old well he goes into this room and these guys make fun of him and he beats them all up it like <laughs> like that's how you write it like i bet if i bet if you asked logan to write a movie it would be way more sophisticated yeah it's like yeah he talks about all that stuff but when push comes to shove he is a no-nonsense mf <laughs> right like i'm silly but just like you, you think, like don't cross me though you like, think it's like his real personality you gotta keep pushing i'll knock you out that's Probably in real life he thinks that. He's like, like I'm a silly scab, I do. You know, I make Hanukkah songs, but like I am from New York, so if you if you make fun of my nose, I will punch you. <laughs> right. You know, like I bet he really does think that. But I look he probably at, is that way. I look at Jim Carrey and I say, This guy is a, a forty trick, one trick pony. He makes forty different faces, it's the same shit over and over and over again. No, he dude, yeah, no way. It's it, it, it it's all one liners, it's all taglines. Who's funnier? Yeah, who's funnier? 
I'm not going to even tell you because no matter who I say, you've already made this decision uh, that it's Jim Carrey. And you're, no, I, I've been around this. I, I you know, dance. Jim Carrey and Will Ferrell would be my my like my Will my Ferrell he- is far my heavyweight far funnier. Well, that would be different, but that would be like my heavyweight like like bout. Of you don't comedy. get to say different on a funny meter because yeah, he does more like improv. It doesn't matter. Ultimate, he does more straight straight man on a laugh funny. a meter. Ultimate more laughs. Larry David's funnier than both. That's way different. That's okay. I'm just Larry saying. David would go against Woody Allen in the lightweight division. <laughs> no. Yeah. Dude. Oh no. Larry well, David is like, amazing. Yeah, this food is terrible and such small portions. Yeah. No. That, that, <laughs> see, I, I think that you're looking at it. You're Cuban just going. Ah, they're Jewish. That's Jewish humor. I. It's all the same. But it's very it's wordy. Not. It's very wordy and like smart. Say well, yeah, smart. It is very wordy and smart. Yeah. No, I think that. But it's certainly not talking out of your butts and going. Excuse me. Do you have a smoke? Okay, but Adam Sandler is thirty <laughs> seconds from talking out of his butt. In fact, he probably has done it. But I, I would almost guarantee probably you, you has. could find that he's done that same gimmick. Probably has. But Jim Carrey well, has, Jim and I, I told funny. you, I wrote it down on our website. Same thing. I could tell you five movies that Jim Carrey was, that were good that Jim Carrey was in. What, I just so don't know who that else has five really funny movies. That, like, it's a good question. You say Seth Rogen. It's a good, a good question because I. It's a good point. Yeah, but I would tell because you, like, I believe that it, it's it's subjective, though. Seth That's Rogan the difference. Ain't funnier than Jim Carrey, dude. Come on. Well, again, it's it's all I don't consider. Laugh a meter. I don't consider if you took Jim Carrey out of the movies he's in that were written for him. I don't think he's. A, I think I don't think he's funny. What does that even mean? What, what I'm was, saying what was is that like written for him then. Which what he was dramatic role? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is when somebody writes a movie, they go, "I had this Jim Carrey in mind when I wrote this." Nobody else could pull it off. Yeah, because it's dumb, because it's stupid. That funny. No, it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, you guys listen. We're not going to get to the bottom. Please of this. go to heymyman.com and wait, or Twitter, in. or wherever. Tell We'd like Dave you to go to heymyman, but you're, the funniest. he's not. He is not the funniest. Mm-hmm. I I almost want to say that Paul Blart Mall Cop is almost as funny. You know what? I was barely even cussing this whole episode. <laughs> I I tried to keep it in mind not to drop f bombs. Did you? But I want to call you a GDMF right now for saying that. Paul Blart Two, by the way. <laughs> I had this thought this week too. There's certain things that that shouldn't make you mad, and it's like there's no point. It's not really that serious. But like now you're living in my world. When I see someone who's nine to thirteen, I'll go fifteen. From nine years old to fifteen, and not if they're really gifted. If they're very athletically gifted, then no. But if you're nine to fifteen, more often than not, a white kid, and you're dribbling a basketball. And you and like you're dribbling like cocky, like arrogant, like like between the legs, and you're like doing the head bob, like back and forth, like like a bobblehead, like like that's on someone's like dashboard, and you're doing like a, a, between the legs, and then you like stick your tongue out because you're stupid, and you go up to like sh- like pretend like you're shooting a shot. I saw a couple, I don't know, the past couple weeks, I saw a couple kids doing this for some reason, and it wasn't even anything; it shouldn't have registered, but I thought about it like three or four more times. I was like, I hate seeing that. A shake and bake. Yeah, like, but it was like, there was like a visceral reaction in me where I was just like, I like how I called it a shake and bake and you immediately, I just made that up right on the spot, but we both know it means crossover shake and bacon. Yeah, yeah. It was, I don't know. I shouldn't even be, I I know plenty of people that have kids that age, but like, I just hope that I'm never at their barbecue and their kids like, whoa, crossover in front of you, like a double, double dribble behind. I'm just probably going to slap them. Probably. Just kick the ball across the street like a. Unless it's going to really hurt me somehow. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, somewhere down the line. I just can't stand it. I just noticed that I saw two kids doing it this week, maybe even three. And I was just like, I didn't even write it down because I was like, don't write that down. That's 
That's petty. Let no, that, I like it. I was like, stuff. I was like, dude, let that go. And then I saw more and like, like the you know the necklace with the magnets in it. A lot of kids What's wear that? that. Oh, all the pitchers wear it, like an MLB. It's like what, the hemp know, rope necklaces. You know how in the major league baseball. Yes, the Major League Baseball. You know how they're the worst looking people in the world? Yes. Like, they're so horrible looking, all of them. They just have giant asses. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, they're like number five, one. Uribe. <laughs> but they all have huge asses. Not only that, but they have... They Magnetic wear, necklaces. Nobody nobody catches on to stupid trends more than basketball or baseball players. It's like, no other sport where you find these ridiculous goatees, and no other sport where you have to wear... well. I know football does have dreadlocks and a helmet, but they'll put on their baseball caps and then have on this like long Jeff Samarja, stupid hair sticking out. First of all, Jeff Samarja, not only is long hair stupid, but he has the stupidest long hair of all time. Dude, not it only grows that, weird. It grows like out. It's, it's almost like the kid like in Days and Confused always grabs his nose when he's embarrassed. Yeah, like, yes. Like when he's like, you know how many people have brought that up? And I, I, I always wonder if you went back you know, and asked like Richard kid. Linklater or whatever, like, Hey, did you ever like notice that the kid kept touching his nose? Because I remember my brother when I was growing up, he'd be like, "Why does the kid keep touching his nose?" Like it's the same thing Stan from South Park does, like when he's like, "Oh, dude." But not only that, but Samarja, it's like I had this silly hair. What could I do to? What could I do to make this more silly? What could I do to more Captain Hookisize myself? Uh, <laughs> is he wearing oh, an eye patch now? He should. He, he's got like this mustache and like a goatee. And I'm not just shitting on him. I'm shitting on all baseball players. Wasn't There was another one, uh, the guy that pitched for the Giants a couple years ago with that really long hair. Oh, like a oh 19, Lincecum. Yeah, Lincecum. Tim Lincecum. Yeah. Well, he, another, he did that because he, like, he looked like he was like 13. I think he was just trying well, to So make, having long hair makes you look older? No, it made him look worse. I, I, I don't know why he did it either. It is the worst. I think it's like, they think like, hey, I pitch every five days. So four out of five days, I'm rocking this long hair. I'm, I'm a rock star. Sure, when I go on national TV in high definition, when it's right up against my face, I will look like, you know, an oddity in sports. But we're, we're getting, we're straying from the point. They no. do. They have the worst facial hair out of any sport, for sure. Kenny Powers. For sure. Like, who else wears goatees, dude? Like, like in a like a, in a sport a lot. I, I don't mean I know some dudes. Cops, that wear porn stars. That's no. It. Some dudes can pull off goatees. I'm not even saying guys that, that professionally fish. I'm. I, I'm, I can come up with a good prevalent in baseball. Yeah, there's a is. ton of them, and they're all like super crazy and like like new metal bands and baseball pitchers mostly wear the goatees. But what I'm getting to after that and bad tattoos, and after that. I'm getting to, they wear these... Uh, these they're the hemp necklaces? No, they, they're necklaces and they look like they're braided, right? Yeah. Like white and red or something. Yeah, yeah. They have magnets in them? They have magnets in them and it's supposed to do something like, oh, it's like it's your energy or... or one of them I believed... I can't believe you don't have one. One of them believed it. I don't believe in that. It's garbage. I meditate, dude. I do yoga. I do real science. Uh one of them did it. And I wish it, I could drop in that episode where you paid eighty dollars for a. Uh... <laughs> Dude, I basically got audited. It was like Scientology. <laughs> They're like, "How do you feel about like? Uh, how do you feel about like roots?" I'd love for you to go back to that because there was one part where you're talking and you go, <laughs> "The lady tells you she's like, yeah, referring to I my think, allergy." Yeah, test she's like, that. "I think you're allergic to what was it, uh, bread or something?" You're how like, "No, I'm water? good with that." And she's like, no, I think maybe you. Sh- it's showing oh, here that you should yeah, consider. Yeah, like peanuts. Yeah. Like, oh, peanuts. And I was like, no, like, no I nah, eat peanuts I'm all the time. I'm fine with that. And I, I was laughing, and I was remember arguing with you <laughs> this ring. I go, why did you even? Why did you even go if you're going to be argumentative? Because I was like, what are you talking about? I eat peanuts all the time. And I just want to point out that that was one of those times where you said I went through it because I knew it would be good for the podcast, uh, which is why I watch a stupid documentary. 
Okay. But, so back to the magnetic necklaces. Okay. They wear them. So as a result, 11-year-old kids wear them. Or I'm of course, 11 yeah. to 13 to 9. So you're wearing this big sloppy braided necklace. You got like an and one shirt on. It's like, it says something like, all day, all I do is win. Uh, or some like... Mars Blackman? Sport... <laughs> some sport and some small portions. It's like something on the back, like that's just something like uh, you know, like I come in, I dominate or whatever. <laughs> that's also different conventions that wear that shirt. Bad boy club? I think so. I think there's a convention in Vegas where they always I come in. Remember and the I big dominate. remember the big dog t shirt? There was Bad Boy Club. Was that the big wet, dog? Where wet or was that Wet Johnson or something? Big Johnson. Big Johnson. There was a couple of different like really <laughs> this th- is, totally Hammond this style t shirts. Big Johnson for kids. It's like so trendy. It's like the Big Johnson for kids. But if I see, I don't know what I'm gonna do when my kid hits like nine or ten. Starts like if he's into sports, I'm like, Mm-mm. like I, I will have to. I don't have to do something. I'm like, you're going to run marathons or uh, or become a surfer. Like, we'll move. We'll do something. I'm going to take him out to see Jason Fallman. I'm like, learn how to surf. Don't let him give you any necklaces. If there's any hemp out there. Uncle Jason's going to make it all right. If Uncle Jason gives you any hemp, just smoke it. Don't wear it. Please don't wear it. Speaking but I, can, I don't know. I can't stand kids that dribble basketballs. That's, I don't even know why I brought that up. Speaking of that, uh, we had talked about a while ago, you, you were hot to trot about this idea of like hey you know i think it'd be cool if if like we set aside a weekend and not me and you we but you and potentially me but you and your buddies uh to go do a a, like a dude's weekend dude trip i've not stopped thinking about it since you brought that up yeah good idea right no hate it it even worse right now and i because i started everything that's awesome well i started thinking about it because I remember I told you uh, my brother-in-law, Steve, who used to be uh, on the podcast. He's more had, than invited. Had suggested that myself uh, and him and a couple of his buddies drive to Cooperstown in New York to the Baseball Hall of Fame. No, that's awesome. In like a three-day road trip in a like an eight-passenger van where we would potentially maybe sleep in the van or maybe get a yeah. one-hotel room. And, Sounds good. Yeah, it's not happening. And my wife was so angry because I dismissed it. She's like, but he really wants you to go and it's important to him that you go. And I was like, I don't give a shit. I ain't going. And the reason being is because I don't really like anybody. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying like, I thought, I thought about is, every, this is problem. I thought about every one of my friends and of course, present company excluded. Surely uh, and I thought like, me. there's no way I could spend any amount of time with any of them for like in a foreign land and by foreign i mean like anywhere more than a mile from my house when you say it like that yeah. you know what i mean like That's i just point. personalities clash and especially if you're an adult or as old as i am uh which is only 38 i mean i'm i'm i have my way of doing things my way of doing things is it has to be my way mm-hmm. and i can't have especially like you know you're a pretty strong personality i feel like in those situations though you're accommodating yeah. And that annoys me as well. You're not a real go with the flow. No. I'm not. So if I'm if I'm a dominant personality, that'll bother you because it'll clash. But if I go along with the flow, you're like this moment. No, I just feel like uh, I'm not about. Uh, I just want to shit on. I I, I don't want to have fun. <laughs> Was really what it comes down to is I I look at the idea of something being mildly amusing or fun, and I go, yeah, not interested. Sometimes things are worth it just for the story later, dude. I agree. You know I what agree. I mean? I agree, but I want to do a lot of things. But for that here's the thing: if we both go there, only one of us can have that story. I can't have you competing with my version of the story, competing with your version. No, I think we could paint together. I think it would be just fine. Yeah, I don't know. It just has really been weighing heavily on my mind, and I thought about all my friends outside of you, like my uh-huh. uh, my friends, and I was like, man, 
Wonder why the opportunity. They all have gone on trips together, and I've not gone. I think you should. Yeah, I think I think there's always a reason not to do things, and there's always I find a, them, and the, right, and there's it's, there's always uh, later on to do stuff. But uh, yeah, you know, I can get hit by a bus on the way home from here today, man. Wouldn't that be so weird if that happened? But that could happen, and uh, just do it. It may suck, but then you'll know for sure, right? Yeah, but I could pretty I much can... speculate that spending any real time outside of the podcast with you might not be too great. Uh, it might be awesome. <laughs> it might be awesome. You never know. I th- well, I think uh, it's it's certainly it's certainly when the older you get, the more off putting it is for to do things not the way you like them for sure. Like, you know what I mean? When you're 17, it's like, oh, I don't know. I guess I'll sleep in the trunk. If you guys think that's yeah. cool, let's get in a canoe and get in the Creek and just see where it takes us. Right. But worry about it later. You get your own couch and your own true. TV I guess, you know, you that, watch. that's the thing too, is like when he was telling me like perspectively, we may sleep in the van. I'm like, it's not happening. I mean, I need my own bed. And, in, and furthermore, I won't even that share. I don't even to need to share a van. hotel room with you. Like I'll get my own hotel room. I'm a grown man. I don't need to, I don't need to triple up in a hotel room. What are you kidding me? Yeah, let, let no, I don't want to. Not that I need to do anything privately. It's just that I like I like to have some time to decompress. If I'm in a van with you for 13 hours, I may need yeah. you know six well, to eight hours. No, to... you just got to switch modes. We're in van mode. That. Maybe we'll get a TV in there. We're in video game mode. We're in van mode. We're in music mode. We're in party mode. Right? Like you switch modes. I feel like I would suggest that I drive the first leg and then I sleep the entire rest of the time. I certainly think you should. It might be smart, especially for a person of your uh, patience, temperament. Temperament. Uh, it might be a good idea to be like, "Hey, we're done. I'm gonna I'm gonna set my alarm for seven. These guys are gonna sleep till nine. I'm gonna set it for seven. And I'm gonna get up and go get breakfast. A little bit of you time. But then after that, maybe maybe who knows? Maybe you're a, a ball of yarn for a bunch of cats to play with. Maybe it's a good time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I did notice though? I what if I, it's mini? We like, had not a- New York. Like, what if it's like. Uh, I don't know, like the Smoky Mountains. That's not as far, right? We did have a family birthday party for my son in January, and I, I, I secretly drank while the party was going on vodka. Uh, I, I hear was, you, brother. <laughs> I secretly. My, welcome to my world. I secretly drink. Yeah, you're like I secretly drink. On top of the, my open drinking, I'm also secretly drinking. Right. I openly drink, but then there's also bottles between the box spring and the mattress. Uh, but that's and not my business. I realized that w- nobody knew. And uh, I felt like because you know the the whole thing with if if you drink vodka nobody knows it's that or medicate yeah. Uh, once both. I once I was lubricated, I felt like I was able to move more freely about the cabin for Hello. sure. Oh, yeah, for definitely. So yeah, for you sure. know, I, now I'm afraid that I'm you know I need we're to gonna go to, travel. I need to go to we'll rehab. have a couple beers. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. I'll no. let you sneak them. I don't want to drink with you. Listen, I will. Pack, I want you to. I think, will pack stuff in your suitcase. Listen, I'll be like it was a little note on it. I'd be like, Dave, this is from Ben. Drink this, you'll like us but a lot I, more. But here's the thing: I want to drink. I, I don't want t- I you to drink. Any, I won't tell anybody. I won't drink. I won't, well, I'm because you, drink. yeah, yeah I, you, I, I find <laughs> you annoying when you're drinking. So I need to. If I need oh, to be, thanks. <laughs> sorry, I will work through. I need we'll to be drunk, it. or drunk. not even drunk. I just need to have a couple to take the edge off, and I need to know that you're not going to. Because then I'm unirritated. It's a lot of rules, dude. Yeah, I know, man. It's That's the problem. It's <laughs> a lot of rules. You know, how many people out. have told we'll me that out. over the time where it's like, listen, it's a full-time job to be friends because you everyone has to adhere to the, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, if we don't want to get into it, there's a lot of things. We're I don't think you can do. get around getting into it. It's going to happen at some point. I mean, we no. haven't really gotten into it, gotten into it. No. So, no, no. but I, I, I attribute that to the fact that we don't communicate really beyond. I think the we're podcast. two kind of boxing styles. If you or I are boxing verbally or, or whatever, I think, um, I think you're more of a, a, a big swinger. Uh, you know what I mean? If you if you if you con if you make contact, dude might go down. You know what I mean? They got a lot of power behind it. But I feel like I'm very Mayweather. I'm very slip slidey. <laughs> I'm very I'm very good at like that didn't offend me. That didn't bother me. I'm cool. I can see things from both sides. I'm very good at slipping away. You know what I mean? Occasionally, when sometimes I will get angry. still not good at replying to text messages. That's uh, part of my slip sliding. Yeah. This week we put a cap on it. I went to the library. Uh, I've been putting up flyers everywhere, but I put one there where I make fun of them. I went to the library and I got, they have Honeymooners on DVD. And I was so elated. I was so excited to see it. I got, you should have seen, my wife was going to take pictures of the books that I brought home. She's like, I'm going to, she even told me, she goes, I'm going to take a picture of these books that you rented from the library and I'm going to, I'm going to send it to Dave just to show him what I got to deal with. Like what I got. Well, what what it was they? like, I should just wait. I should just let her. Is she going to do that? It's like, if you, if you stacked the books that I borrowed from the library and like the DVDs or whatever, it would be like a. Guess uh, this guy, Jage. Well, it would, <laughs> maybe <laughs> that would be Guess weird. this person's gender. <laughs> that would be hard to do. Uh, basket weaving and uh, cage fighting. Now I'm sort of uh, intrigued. No, but it, it is very like a like a time capsule. Like you bury things in 20 years later. You say you take this picture of the books that I borrowed from the library, and you go, oh, some stuff's going on. You know what I mean? This guy's got some issues. But does any of it cool. involve Boo Radley? It should. <laughs> it should. It certainly should. If it didn't, it will. I'll tell you that. Uh, but no, but I did get DVDs of The Honeymooners, uh, which formerly, I think I've probably mentioned it before. Like when I was a little kid, uh, I used to know it was bedtime when like I would be laying in bed trying to sleep because my parents gave me a bedtime like they should. I'd be laying in bed and I would hear, you know, uh, Art Carney with uh, Audrey Meadows and that whole, da, da, the mm. whole honeymoon. Uh, music that or mash i would hear those and i would know like mash I, usually made me go to sleep as well <laughs> well i would hear those and i would know like either i'm going to sneak down and try to get one in like one episode in and watch it with my dad or i'm going to go to bed uh so i had like this crazy connection to it but i found it on dvd and i was watching it and i was only one episode in i was a half episode in and you drew a parallel didn't you and i was like Oh my God, dude, that's why I enjoy it. I was like, that's why the podcast works. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and like I said, a lot of them are good. Some of them, it takes a minute to grow on me. I was like, but there it is. You had made The Big Lebowski, and so I guess this being the 100th episode, to kind of put a, like a little bow on this or or make a comparison, uh, you had done The Big Lebowski before, and I was like... What, I made a uh, uh, like a an AVI or an image, a picture of where I put my face on... Yeah, Walter, you, you were Goodman or Walter, and yeah, and, you and were, I was the Lebowski. dude. Yeah, right. and I remember going like, "That's perfect. That's our personalities are very much in tow with those that's characters. Pretty good." <laughs> and and the Big Lebowski is great because of that dynamic; it works. And uh, I was watching the Honeymooners, and I was going like, and Norton was just like poking Ralph, and they're going, "Hey, buddy, boy," just like messing with him, and Ralph was getting mad, and they had this dynamic, and I go. Oh, that reminds me of a lot of somebody I know. So I started posting pictures of the honeymooners, but uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know when that was filmed, but this may be a, uh, almost a 2015 version of that that we have going on. Yeah. What do you feel about uh, like the odd couple? See, I, I look at it differently. I don't have enough samples. I, I think that like obviously those the two references you made. The thing with it, like 
Lebowski and Walter is they're the same person except they're like they're like two extreme different uh like personalities within i mean they, they come from the they're cut from the same cloth yet two entirely different approaches to yeah. an a means to an end you know what i mean like these guys agree are, and are are the same on so many levels yet so different on how they handle their day-to-day business <laughs> yeah yeah which is sort it. of like like uh yeah. uh the honeymooners the same way. Like these guys basically, you know, they're both blue collar dudes. They both, you know, have this, they're, they're middle America. Same, same. Yeah. If you get to the core of us, both of our values and we're pretty close, you know, I mean, pretty similar, but from, from where it branches out, it tends to get a lot different, but, uh, I don't know. So the, the moral of the story is, uh, go watch some honeymooners because, it, it it translates, dude. It holds over. You watch, like, yeah, it's super old. They make jokes about, like, ice boxes and stuff. But, like... Still stands up today. Still, I still don't have cable. I'm, like, the, I'm like Rob Crown in that way. But it's still, um, it's still good writing, and it's still super funny. And if you, if you never have, I don't know, maybe you might be like, this sucks. But to me, it's still funny, and it's still, it's still, it's still classic, and uh, all the dynamics hold up. And I think most of the stuff that people, that is written today is taken from that just you know what i mean from the flintstones up it's taken from that and just you know you tweak it a little bit because of culture changes but like i don't know it's solid but yeah it, here we are in 2015 for lack of a better compare doing the same the same yeah. the same dynamic i mean instead of arguing for an ice box my wife is saying we should redo the kitchen and i'm going like ah it's a lot of money and uh, you know the dialogue's not the exact same but i swear to god the uh the values are still really the same. So, oh, I don't know how much time we got left. I was gonna get to the burbs. Do we have? No, you know what, dude? We're we're way over. Oh, I th- for a hundredth episode, I was like, I'm gonna. I know get to- you talked about it. Well, I got all you know what, dude? Written. No, I got all this stuff gonna- written down. I know. I see. Well, we're not gonna Damn be able to get around to it. All right, we'll, we'll do it next week. All right, hundred and one will be the burbs episode. All right, that was episode one hundred of the Haven Man podcast. We will see you next week, or if Ben gets sick, the week after that. <laughs> Later.
Pick up the 